The crazy thing about it is, you know, I've had my son now. He he's in town, so I've taken him literally every day. Like even today, Does I skipped I skipped the gym to come here. Yeah, I skipped okay. the gym to come here, so I'm not even going. But he's going, so he got a ride to go, and he's been dying, but he's been grinding and sticking with it, man. Now, been, if you were really like some crazy competitive dude who's probably a crazy competitive dad, I would say this is a good thing. But there's a chance you might be doing a little Joe Jackson in here. I don't no, know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just Joe saying. Jackson. He actually wanted to. He okay, actually okay. wanted to. I told him we was going to take today. And, off, and it had nothing did. to do with hitting that yeah, false setup. nothing to do with him. Okay. But with him being in there and seeing how he dies out, but then also seeing him How's do it. How does it feel to see your son like kind of ripped in shape? I, I like I love you that. You like that? He's but not lazy also, and stuff? It also gives nobody an excuse. So we got a 15-year-old kid. We got older people in there. But like, if, you, if you're sitting there... If you're sitting there and you say I can't do it or you quit, mm -hmm. that's just a mindset yep. and you can't grind it out. So it's not it for is. everybody, but it is for everybody at it the same is. time, kind of like what Sugar Ray Seal said. Make sure you hit him up, IamRCF.com. You tell him Sonny is shooter since you get three weeks free to try out. How we winning? What we got? Don't let others' reality surpass your imagination. Mm. Don't get hooked on the Tommy Lee and the, Pamela the Anderson Quailus, sex tape. The Quailus everybody can do that. And the acid trips. No, no. <laughs> Don't let others' reality surpass your imagination. So, so when you tell somebody, that's why it's always good to keep your ideas to yourself because most people won't be able to see your vision. Not only rock it's stars not can have sex tape with crazy models, you can too. You just got to get your game up. Yeah, so I, I like that for the simple fact that no matter what we do, like whether people have naysayers and whether they're saying we, whether we need to stop or whether we should keep going up, it doesn't matter as long as me and you are here yep. and we're doing this and we're that's grinding what we it do. out. Yep. So don't let others' reality surpass your imagination. We come here live at Heyday Studios. We waking up two other cats, making them come down and do it. It's okay. I'm feeling good because those are your homies. Now, are you ready to get this started? <laughs> Man, I'm ready to get started. Hit that quote up one more time. Don't let others' reality surpass your imagination. Now, let's get into this. We're going to get into this co-main event that we started off with last week, that we ended off with last week. The first one is going to be Edges... What was his name? Egis. Egis. Kaviaskis. Versus Juan Carlos Abreu. 
Now, this was a fight from first round to the last. You could tell because you saw where this was. There was a head clash in the beginning, like very beginning, where cuts opened up on uh, both fighters. The worst one caught by Edges. 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 Kaviaskis. Kaviaskis. And I love that because last week we butchered his name. Well, we didn't attempt, attempt to butcher it. Usually, usually, I'm really good about that. Edges Kaviaskis had to wait for his name. I liked and I enjoyed this. They... Kaviasius did what he had to do. He came out, he fought the fight he was supposed to. What was his name? Juan Carlos Abreu. He did not bring he did not bring any action. Not he enough, was scared to get he was scared to get hit. Yeah. He, he just didn't he just didn't <clears throat> fight the way he should have fought. If you're gonna you can't really counter punch and win unless the person you're countering against is a very high volume fighter. Especially if this is your plan. Because if with any counter puncher, there's a moment where you're coming forward. That's usually how you seal it out. Because you've taken everything you took in their attack away, then you gotta come with your attack, right? Am I right or wrong? I didn't listen to one word you said. Of course you didn't. Anyway, this is a 147-pound division fight. Edgis, not that imp- I don't know if I'm impressed enough to say he should continue to fight high-ranked fighters at 147, but we'll see who they put in front of him next. He's, well, he's with thing, top rank. Well, another thing about it is, like, it doesn't matter if he should fight high-ranked potential or high-ranked uh, fighters at this weight class because if he continues to win, then it's going to happen anyway because right now he's he's sitting at... 20 and 0 right now because yeah. of that unanimous decision win. Current, he was like NABF title knockout, holder, so. I believe. Is that right? NABF? One, yeah, NABF welterweight title holder. So. so that means he's ranked up there with the IBF. To, who's the IBF title holder right now? That is going to be Errol Spence Jr. Correct. Am I correct? I am correct. Of course I am. <sighs> Not sure if you want to be ranked up number one against that guy right now. Nah. Um yeah, because especially when you with the style that the Timothy Bradley says a come to the front door style of fighting, that's the wrong guy to have that with because he'll chop you down. So right now fast. under uh, FightNews.com, they have it. They have him ranked fifteenth. Yeah, let me make sure I refresh. That. They have, I apologize. One hundred three. One hundred three. One hundred three. Thug motivation. One hundred three. <laughs> so he's got a lot of work to do. To a lot of work. But honestly, okay, I'm not going to take nothing away from him. No, he got the, he got the, he got the job done. When you're talking about Lucas Matisse, who's we'll talk about later, but Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence, Danny Garcia, Sean Porter, these are the so top let's, guys. Let's, so it's kind of hard, go, to, be, hard to be. Let's go down a tier. Let's go down a tier. Let's go down one tier. Who's left at 147 pounds? That's maybe a tier under. <laughs> well. I was gonna put Amir Khan in then that tier up, but he's I, I would say not he's really. at the bottom end of not that. Really. Is I would your put boner? him at the bottom. Yeah. Boner would be that bottom tier right now? I don't know. I, okay, like, would you put Jesse Vargas under that bottom tier? And this is just maybe a tier, not the bottom tier, I'm sorry, the second the, tier. The second, the second tier. tier. Yeah. I would put him I would put him in So maybe I'm, a I'm Jesse sure Vargas Amir, or something. I'm not sure even about Amir Khan being in that second tier. Like I'd see him being at the bottom of the top tier. Because we we ain't seen him. Yeah, we, we that's, seen that's real, that's right. But if you took a Amir Khan versus uh, Adrian Broner or whatever, that's kind of a pick 'em still. Yep. If you put Amir Khan versus almost anybody in here, it could be a pick 'em still. Yep. Like even if you put him back against Danny Garcia, like he was beating Danny Garcia until he caught him. There you go. That's so, what it was. So I guess Kaviaskis, uh, they have him ranked number two in the WBO. Okay, okay. Oh, ooh. who's number one? Uh, Castillo Clayton. Oh, I guess it, we know who he's facing next. Then I guess we can say that. Shout out to Agus. Good job getting that win. You became the headline because the main event that we would be talking about next is Ramirez versus O'Connor, which didn't happen because O'Connor fell, uh, got sick or go. 
No, he he was too he was dehydrated. Too, too dehydrated. Much, too dehydrated, right. and he passed out. And yeah. He what said he woke up about two pounds heavier, and he's just trying to just trying to sit in the sauna and, and sweat that's that out. Funny. That's <laughs> that's horrible. You go in there to lose weight, pass out, wake out fat. Like how does that happen? But from what Bob Aram said when he came out, because I actually watched the I watched this little segment that he had, and he was talking. They were talking about it. At one, he said he's going to fight really soon. So within the next month, he said he's okay. going to take a week off. I think it's the next month and a half or something like that. So he's going to get September back is when uh, his, his his fight scheduled. They already got a date for it, like September fifth or September eighth or something. Are you sure? Is yeah. that soon? I, I swear. I swear. This is me we're talking about. We, we we've had this con- we have this conversation a while ago about talk about Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Ramirez. Oh, I was thought you was talking about. Uh, oh, what is it? Oh, Sorry, Ramirez. That, yeah, I thought you were talking about O'Connor. No, yeah. not O'Connor. So, well, we'll see what happens. What do, you, what do you think they should do about this stripping of weight in this? Because this we've had a conversation look, about look, this look, on the show what, a few 15 times. 15 years ago, tw- I'm sorry, 25, maybe 30 years ago now, it was you fought the day of the weigh-in, right? So we stripped that away and changed it to where you fight the next day. That's as much as it needs to stay at. If you want to keep this at a as much of a level playing field as it can be for yeah. the, for the, for a combat sport. Yeah. You have to have it within that 24 hour time frame just because anything more than that just become gives more room for for I don't want to say cheat but just maybe more advantage. Swelling up, swelling up twenty pounds. Advanced advantages. The next day after. I'm gonna call it AA. We say like alcoholics anonymous. Advanced advantages. That's all it is. An advanced advantage, either by size, speed, or whatever, whatever it is you got to do. Now it it does make cutting weight an art form, which a lot of these boxers now are gonna have to learn and pick up from these these wrestlers. Wrestlers are known for cutting weight like this. So who knows? This is very unhealthy, but. We're do you gla- see, do you we, see, I want to see blood. Do you, you see, know, I don't know if that, if that makes any sense. Do you see any way that they could change this for the better? Do you have any ideas of what you think they should do to change it? No. There's nothing they should do to change it. No. You should keep it the way it is? Keep it the way it is. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. This is the first time this happened, and he's a man. He's a man. He's lucky they called off that fight because as a man, you, st- you pass out, guess what? Get up, go try it again. <laughs> That's what that's what they told me. And if fight and fight a depleted fighter like that. Yeah, a W is a W, and he always and has a punch. And what happens when he gets pummeled? Then that then then we know he's that's what happens. You would sit on this show and you would be like, man, he shouldn't have went in there if he passed out right before the you it, look. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't, man. You can't be the devil's advocate like that all the time. Man. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. These 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 O'Connors, whatever it is. Now nah, it was a tough. Tough break for him because he had a title shot on ESPN. So the only thing that I see, I would change. It just shows that maybe he needs he needs to go up a weight because if if it gets that bad to where you're passing out to make weight, this this ain't your division. And that actually is my next thing. What I can't even really say you would change anything because fighters would still do it. Yeah. But I'm a fan of walking around at your fighting weight. Yeah. But yeah. not everybody's gonna do that because if, if you can cut an extra fifteen pounds, you only, only Floyd Mayweather does that. All right, let's understand this. Yeah. Only Floyd does that. But yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, crazy, yeah, and yeah. he ain't never had a problem with the scales. He ain't never, but just look, your net. If everybody was on that same playing field, your your natural 
abilities would show up in that weight class if you're naturally 168 pounder or a super middleweight. I'm glad that you said this, Ashley. You know, walk, you know, fight at your walk around weight because what this next segment we're gonna go into here is, is something we don't talk about often. But this is a guy who actually just went in and fought with his walk around weight, and it, he moves up a division by doing it and gets a KTFO out of it. You you want to talk about this video in there? You can bring it up because you know I'm not a fan of what yeah, we're about I, to talk about. but I know you're a fan of a good knockout. So yeah, we'll, we'll go knockout. in here. I wouldn't say that was a good knockout. Now a lot of people throw around goat for all this. I don't know if I, I don't, I don't think I even know enough about UFC to even talk about that much. But for the most part, this man fought at his walk around weight, moved up in weight, and faced the heavy heavyweight champ of the UFC, Stipe Mitchokic, whatever his name is, and he got the KTFO. So we just go run this clip real quick, and we gonna move on. So are you ready for this one? Yeah, let me see. All right, boom. And this is just in real speed right here. And and you see right right here, he's gonna catch him, pull him back. So when I first watched this, it didn't even look like he got hit really hard. But a lot of times with yeah. UFC, that doesn't even look like they really get caught hard before they get knocked out. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's because they're not used to taking as many punches straight to the face, you know, or clean shots to the well, face. But majority of these guys, they're all they're all wrestlers, shoot fighters, turn strikers. So they don't ha they don't have the same they don't have the same amount of years of me and you do. Just, just setting in our punch. Yeah. You know, when you go and you throw that that left or that right, and you put it with all your might, there's, yeah. there's that torque, there's the way you land, there's the way you twist, everything about it, and you set in that punch. And that's what we've been doing throughout our whole practice of combat sports. These other guys, these last ten years, has all been grappling, takedowns, now, pins, I'm not, shifting your weights. Now, t correct me if I'm wrong. I don't see these guys as when they're sparring or whatever you call it when they're practicing. Mm -hmm. Taking shots to the face, like granted, boxing has headgear, mm -hmm. but I don't see these they, guys as taking shots it's to the there. face. I see, I see, it's there. but not on a consistent level. It's You're not there. gonna get like nowadays. There, you can't walk into a boxing gym or an MMA gym and have it just be an MMA or a boxing gym nowadays. These guys are all. We're in a world now where they're they're training side by side, across in the same room, same vicinity as all these other fighters, because it's just a combat sport world. Because each is, the, well, one is more of a a necessity of survival than the other. You know what I'm saying, and it, and it's good. That's why that's how, that's why we get to see a glimpse of Cyborg versus Clarissa Shields because these are the same people that just happen to train in the same vicinity. So this is what it is. But it was a good knockout by Daniel Cormier. I want to give him a shout out for there because anytime you see a good KTFO, it's a a, a KTFO in, in UFC has to end. With the minute the guy hits the ground, the ref is diving to stop and save him. You know what I'm saying? Because the ground and pound is always going to come in the UFC. It's part of the game. But it's not even a ground and pound. It's more of a ground and like hammer punch. It's not. It's not. It's not really. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just can't. The streets will stop. Like, yo, slow down, dog. I'm in the gym, and then my boy walks up to me with Carver. He's like, shoot, this, this fight. Oh my, it was so great, and I'm like. I was just walking away. I was just like, yo, man, I really don't want to talk about it. I don't really care. It doesn't make that big of a deal to me. I, I don't see anything. We're not talking about the fight. I just want to talk about the knockout. The, the knockout. <laughs> I understand. I wonder if people feel like that when I, when I bring up boxing. Probably. Probably. And the difference is, you know, there's only 100, over 100 years in this sport. This makes it more established, obviously. I don't, bring, I don't think I bring up boxing Classier. unless somebody else does. Ooh. Ooh. Because if I say. That's what makes it a secret society. Yeah, you're That's right. If I say if I say yeah, Lucas Matisse, Lucas Matisse is fighting this weekend, they're like, oh, real? I don't yeah. even know who that is. Who's he fighting? Manny Pacquiao. Oh, I know Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, just, you yeah. can't. You're not going to bring that up. Well, good news is is that 
You can download that Square Circle app. And what will be up there is this KTFO by Daniel Cormier because my man Shooter will have to get it up in there since I call him out on it. Now let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about my man Inouye. Joining the 118 pounds World Boxing Super Series division. Oh, that's right. Oh, man, I almost, I just, let me get that on there. How, how could I not even talk about that? Can you, we have to, can you double check real quick? Okay, maybe we'll what? get to What? What? Um, the WBS is, is supposed to be returning again this weekend, I think, for the final match. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. We'll look it up. Let's just continue. We'll move on. Let's talk about Inouye joining this 118-pound division. He's the first big name to commit to this World Boxing Super Series with his title. Now, that's what's so important about these World Boxing Super Series tournaments is that we want all the title holders to be in there because we want to make sure there's unification at the very end. So it's good to see Inouye join. He's <laughs> this is nothing, brother, right here. You know, you get your nicknames for a reason, right? Look, his nickname is what? It, it, the monster? It's not it, not an energy drink. That's for sure. So, you know, I was watching. I'm, I'm not going to say I was watching because I wasn't, but just in my head, Godfather. Mm-hmm. When he talks about, when Clemenza's talking to Al Pacino, yeah. when, he's, when he's talking to him, and he's like, you know, war is good every, every 10 years. It clears yeah. out all the bad, bad blood. They need to do a little super series, like probably like every five, six, seven years yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Just to kind of clear. Just, all right. That's a good idea. I like Here's this. something stagnant. Like, like just every five years, it's like, hey, something. if you want to get in on, the, on this, get in on this. Like that right way that'll eliminate, that eliminates all of any title holders holding yep. the title. Nobody can, nobody like can, can keep straight you up. Run. No, no. You can't run. Like five years is just like, all right, well, if you don't want to fight the best, you're going to get in here. You're going to get stripped. Yep. Of that. So that way, you know, you have the champion walking in, but hey, you got to get through this gauntlet of fighters. Are man. you going to so walk out the champs? I think, another yeah, story. I think, I think they need to have a gauntlet probably like every, I would say about every five years to keep these kinds of things inter- okay. interesting. Now, uh, a man that actually fought this weekend that we didn't cover too much was Andy Vences, but he, he had a little beef with Ryan Garcia. Yeah, so Andy Vences. Did you beef with guy, pretty boys? He was, he was the guy. Yeah, all the, all the all time. time. Okay. All the time. Okay, good. Good, good. No, Adam Vences, he, I Andy. liked I liked him. I liked him. He was a solid fighter. He was nothing too special. It was kind of like the Brandon Roy thing I talked about last week. Doesn't do one thing great. Does everything pretty well. So yeah. he sat there and boxed, and he defeated uh, Frank D'Alba for but, this. But him and so, Randy, Ryan Garcia. What was the beef? Who 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 shots were fired first? We go, I, we get get on some bossa people. No, they what? ain't bossa. You know what? I don't know where the shots were fired from first, and I really didn't care because all I do is like I like drama, but. This is what this is what it came from. Adam, uh, what is it? A- Adam, Andy, Andy Vince has said, just make your money, get out of this sport as soon as you can before you get effed up. Talking to Ryan Garcia. I just wanted to destroy something pretty. Hey, I just I just felt like I just wanted to destroy something pretty. I just wanted to destroy like, something pretty. I love. That's probably one of my favorite things in Fight Club. When yeah, he said that. right. I get it. And Ryan Garcia it. responded, "Keep fans snoring during your fights for the rest of your career." He said, he said, keep him sleep, son. Snoring sleep. <laughs> Talent-wise, Ryan Garcia is better than Andy Vince's. <coughs> He's going to beat him. Get, get, you all right? You're you making me laugh. You're, you're, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I need to do nothing. I'm just over here chilling, man. You're over here chilling. <laughs> I man. need you to be professional. Let's talk about so, Curtis Stevens. So I wanna, we're going to get into, no, hopefully, the beef that we're going to talk about a little bit later stirs into... A fight that's going to come up in a match made. We're going to talk about the other one. So let's see. We'll keep a close eye on this. Andy Vences versus Ryan King Ryan Garcia, the 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 ladies man 
and then we'll see how this is going to go on. <laughs> not a bad nickname to walk into the ring, but maybe they're not not the most fearful. What? The ladies' man. The ladies' man. You know what's funny? <coughs> so, you know, especially doing the show when people found out I was really into boxing or found out that I boxed, they always ask me, what? We talking about uh, bobbing and weaving. No, no. Nah, they would, what they asked me, what would be your entrance song to walk in? And then, of course, you know, I always thought about, you know, whether I, I could do something, you know, really, you know, really hood or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would honestly probably pick some pop song. Some Wom- song. Womanizer. You, yeah. So Britney Spears or something like that. Just because whether I like it or not, if you get beat by a guy who came out to Womanizer by Britney Spears. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Pretty bad. So pretty bad. if Pretty Boy comes out there. Or the ladies' man comes out there, and you're like, ladies' man, you think, but he beats you? That's bad. Like, not, okay, we always, we always discuss on this show, we, we don't, we're not racist, we hate everybody equally, and, you know, we don't discriminate, yes. we still hate everybody equally. We hate you all, yes. Except for but the it's just, But it's just like saying, if you got beat up by a gay guy, you're just like, it's a bad move. Like no, no matter no matter what, it just looks bad regardless. Even if you try to own it, if you if you try, to, it's like, hey, yo, bro, he beat you with some stilettos. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> he beat you with her stilettos, not even his, hers. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. That's rough. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with but it. I want to see. But I would like to see this happen. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know where it stemmed from, but I'm a fan of. Ish talking and violence. You, you know we are, and I like the fireworks that the lady man bring. Now let's go into this right here. My man Curtis Steven returns. Curtis Stevens returns on July 21st, competing for the IBA title. I thought it was made up. I'm pretty sure it was, but it's July 21st apparently, so it's, it's going to be decent to see him come back in the ring. I, I'm not sure if he fought since Lemieux, has he? Since he got slept? No. He, no. So he's fighting a Carlos Harrell, a Carlos Cruz. Okay. Coming up next week. That's usually when you get knocked out like that, you need a for sure thing, especially when you got a name like right, Curtis right. Steven. But do you take it long as long as a break as maybe Peter Quillen? Oh, what a coincidence! Who's next on the list? Yeah. Wow. Is this no, real? No, you don't take. Is this real though? Look it up right now. Peter Quillen and Jaleon Love, August fourth. Is that a real thing? Did you send me some spam that wasn't X-rated? Because I'll be disappointed. Very disappointed. Jay Leon Love and and Peter Peter Quillen. Kid Quill- Chocolate. Yes. Quillen? It is official. What was the last time Peter Quillen fought? September 2017. Okay. Okay. Not that long. Wait. Nope. Yep. Who did, who did he fight? He fought a Deshaun Johnson. Okay, okay, so he got a, he got one fight in there. So before that would have been Dan Jacobs, right? Yeah, before Dan. Before okay, Dan. okay, this is yeah, good. Let me tell you, let me tell you this how, is good, so, though. Let me tell you how, how long ago even that was. Adelaide Bird was on that card. Holy shit. Oh, was he, <laughs> <laughs> hey, her scorecard was all right, though. Uh, let's see, we had ref was Kenny Bayless. We had one ref, 78, 74. Other ref, 79, 73. And Adelaide Bird, 79, 72. So... She did her job at one time, one point in one time. One point in time, right? Yeah. But yeah, so it's funny because we seen this. We seen this with. Uh, what was that date? That was September last year. What? what September what? Eighth. Yeah, well, that went. That went. So really was that under- on the undercard of the Canelo Triple G? No, no, no. Okay, okay, no, okay. So she, she, so she screwed everything up the same month, just early in the month, later on in the month. 
So she was doing good until then. Sorry, Adelaide. I gotta call you out sometimes. I was trying to see if I can find what card I was under. Nope, it's not showing me. Well, let's see. No, oh. Man, you know what? I'm really, you know, after looking this up, I'm really glad this ESPN Plus thing came out for us. Yes. Granted, we have to... Utilize it better. Utilize it, and we have to pay for it. Yeah, but stop promoting them on, for free. This was on the David Benavidez-Ron Gavriel fight. What? Yeah, Caleb Plant, Andrew Hernandez, Jay Leon Love, Abraham Ham, and Peter Quillen. I, we, I don't think we covered that. It wasn't because it wasn't televised. Because we talked, we talked about, about the Abraham Han and Jay Leon Love. We did. Caleb we did, Plant. We, we talked we about did, too. But the but fact yeah, that yeah, this yeah. went under the radar, like how do we? Oh, how do we how miss do we like that? that? It's because Kid Chocolate is weak, son. It's because he's weak. Wait. I love Kichaka. He gave us a shout out. That's my man. Yeah, that's my real, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's my man. Hey, Kichaka, we happy to see you come back in against. Uh, hey, yo, Sonny didn't pick you. I had you picked out for the. I don't know if I should be claiming that. I had him picked for the Daniel Jacobs fight. I think it was that was more in my heart than my head. There you go. But there Peter Quillen, go. I'm glad to see that you're back again since we missed your first against Jaleon Love. Which is a, a decent well, test. This is a legit this fight. This, this is a legit this, fight. It's gonna be a legit fight. For this is a legit fight. Now let's talk about the conqueror of the last Peter Quill. It was Daniel Jacobs versus Sergei Derivchenko. 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 Now, there's some drama in here, right? Well, not necessarily drama. Some politics. Some minor politics. I don't even think it's politics. This is just a sign of loyalty. Yep. So we have the trainer of Daniel Jacobs. Daniel is Rozier. His, is the trainer. Daniel Rozier. Is that, is that the name? I'm pretty sure it's something like that. Let me look it up before you have everybody in here lying talking about it's that. It's spelled like R O Z I E R. I might have pronounced it wrong, but I can remember to spell it's it. It's Andre Rozier. Ah, yeah, yes. Close, right? so, Same last name. Right? Ro Rozier. Rozier. So, no. <laughs> we, Rozier. Have Dan we have Daniel Jacobs versus Sergey Derevchenko, and Andre Rozier is a trainer for both of them. Ooh. So, coincidence. I'm going to read this verb. I'm going to read this verbatim. Verbatim. If the fight comes down, Rozier made it clear. If the fight does happen, I will be working my son's corner. Daniel, ja man. Daniel Jacobs, we've been together since he was 14, and that truly has my ephemeral son. And that is just the way it will be with anything or anyone involved with fights against anybody in the middleweight division. I'm always with my son. That's I love that. I love that because that's that's what lo that's what loyalty that's what it is. is. That's what like, it is. What are, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Hey, and, I, and, and Sergey, not a bad. I guarantee he's not mad at all. You can't be. You, you can't. can't be. You, you can't, can't be, be mad because you would be if that was she was on the other foot. You would appreciate that. Hey, so you've been with if, me from the beginning. If this is public knowledge, that means that Jacobs and Duryevchenko. They're closer to than probably we're aware of as far as the knowledge of each other's game. Oh, yeah. For sure. Because you're, you're in the same may, house. Maybe have sparred. Mm-hmm. May have sparred. You never they know those must. that. Oh, that, they definitely yeah. have. They definitely have. This is an interesting matchup, and I'm glad we got it. Um, I bet you this is one of those things where, as a trainer, you got to be happy this time has come. It, it's going to hurt either decision you make. And you know, and, and there's no questions about which way you go when you choose, but you got to be a little proud and happy because I'm, I'm doing something right. I'm not like a... I'm just going to say, I'm not like a, a Virgil Hunter where I got one world-class fighter. I got two now. And I have to choose between the two. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense? Check this out. Check it. So, so, let me see who... I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think of anybody in the gym that listens to... 
some hip hop. This show, no, this show. Low. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, low. He's gonna be the only one. So when we had the open, they do a final. They do a Final Fantasy League with everybody in the gym. Okay. They basically go against each other. So picking everybody from the gym, and then we do the workouts, and we and they go on a point system. So the funny thing about this is when they do the draft, this is when they're completely honest with the other coaches. This person ain't got no heart. This person's strength sucks. They ain't got nothing in the gas tank. If you're Rozier, how do you talk to Daniel Jacobs about this? Or even after the fact, he was like, yo, this dude really doesn't have any heart. This dude, like, because you, you want your guy to win. So are you pulling out all the stops on his weaknesses? Like, look, he can't do this. He can't do that. Right. And then what happens after the fight? Like, what if, what if, I'm just saying Ooh, this from Daniel. I'm just, I'm just trying, I'm just trying right. to see it from right. Daniel Jacobs. I'm doing, I'm doing it from Daniel Jacobs' standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what if he just completely destroys Derevchenko because of the, all the weaknesses Rozier sees in his fighter in Derevchenko? Yeah, that could be devastating. Yeah, like yeah, literally, yeah, yeah, that could yeah, yeah. break a bond between a fighter and a trainer like sure. that. Like if you if you think about it, it's just like look, this could I be know, his last like, fight look, with him. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. look, this kid has a glass jaw and just hit him right here. I've seen him go down. I've seen him get dropped a hundred yeah. times like this. Ooh, I didn't even think of that angle. I like, like no, that's that, 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 like, that, like that's like you know because that's one of those things that goes good. beyond. And of course, you as your own fighter, you know what your weak. I yeah. mean, if you're not oblivious, you're gonna know what your own weaknesses yeah, are for sure. But what if he just starts? What if Daniel Jacobs starts attacking to where your weaknesses are precise? And you're over. You're sitting on. You're sitting on your stool. And you got a foreign train. Not necessarily a foreign trainer, but you got another just trainer who's not on. Yeah. And you're looking across, and Rozier and Daniel Jacobs is sitting here picking you apart because you have nothing. Like, do you feel a little bit betrayed because of that? A little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit betrayed. Just, just a little bit. You gotta I, be. I, I just think it's a funny angle, and I and I want to see how yes, that turns do everything out. Different. Like, we'll see how it plays out because it's been ordered. The fight's been made. I guess we just haven't got a date. Now, yet. also, if these guys have sparred, I would say not even being there, they probably both have. Held back a little bit, for of course, because if they just in if case, they, yeah, they just, knew this day would come, the highlander roll, it's the highlander roll, and you're you not going to be like, and you're not going to be like, I can't give this man everything because it's like, look, I know what I know what he does in this particular aspect of the fight. Andre so. Rozier, does he have a hood pass? I don't know him like that. We're gonna say, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say yes off consignment from Daniel Jacobs. Okay. And Daniel Jacobs being from Brooklyn. Okay, so, okay. yeah. Now, my man, Jose Uskazaki. Uskategi. Uskategi. Talking smack. Right. Well, not unless he's talking smack. Talking. Not, he wasn't even talking smack. This is, what we were, this is what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about Ryan Garcia yeah. versus. It's, it's was, just, whatever. See, all it is is giving really your perspective, right? I just like how the smack talk just turned into a match. <laughs> And right when I away. first saw when I first saw this, it goes the caption was, Well, that escalated quickly. Yeah, because since ever since Triple G dropped uh got dropped from the IBF mm-hmm. title. This is 168 pounds. We're one up. This is a one 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 weight division up. I wanna say you're wrong. <laughs> we know what you wanna say, but this is we talk about sweet hands, right? We're talking about Caleb Sweet. We talk about sweet hands. One sixty eight. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. Sweet hands. He about to put some sweet hands on him. No homo. So Caleb Sweet Hands Plant versus Jose Uzcategui. 
for the IBF for the IBF title. It looks like one. It looks like one sixty eight. I don't know. I want to confirm that. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you that credit just right away because I don't really like you. Okay. Like that. And That's it's not even on your box rec. They don't even have it up yet as of okay. right now. So, but speculation still. But that's what happens when you run your mouth. It's not like basketball, or football. Hey, we'll meet you in the playoffs, or we'll see you in the finals. How great nah. is it that it, it's it's insulting when it's like, yeah, I see him. He's basic. That's like, that's like, that's like the most professional and polite diss possible, but still just as harsh. Does that make sense? The only time, the only time you're going to give somebody full credit is when they have nothing to do with you. Yeah. So, and what, what that means is, what that means is we were talking, we were talking about Andre Ward and Mm -hmm. Timothy Bradley, how they were commentating, (laughs) talking about the Pacquiao fight. Like Timothy Bradley, he's gonna have a he's gonna yeah. have a straight bias when it comes to talking about Pacquiao mm-hmm. because he fought him three yep. times. Andre Ward, he conquered. Kobe he was just, he was just like he yeah. conquered Kobe, but he was just like yeah. he can't fight Pacquiao, and it's like he's the worlds will never meet. Yeah, it's just like how Deontay Wilder talked about Tyson. He can run his mouth and say whatever he wants because he's never going to be able to fight him. So Ever. the world, the worlds will the worlds will never meet. Yeah, we'll never know. So with this. So the matrix is you're able to meet right away. Right away. Yeah. I uh, like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And I want to see this fight get a date. I want to see it go forward because I want to see Caleb Sweethands play and get the title because then it'll force him to get uh, put so in another just, position. So the way that you're talking, you're just, you just think he's going to beat Uskatagi. I'm pretty sure he is. Well, I, I reserve the right to wait until the fight's made and we discuss it make our picks then. But I, he is definitely... I will lean in because we, like we, we, like we both like sweet hands. We do like sweet hands. We both like sweet hands. Yes, we do. Metaphorically, spiritually, and literally. Now let's talk about Jarrell Big Baby Miller. So Jarrell Big Baby Big Baby Miller just turned down a fight offered to him to fight Kubrit Pulip. Now this is a big level, big high level matchup for the heavyweight division, especially if you want to be in in talks of the name of even the Dylan White or Joseph. Parker, you have to face and defeat a guy like Kubrit Pulev. That is state facts. That's just what it is. And you turn down the fight for, uh, you know, we'll have to look into it a lot bigger as into why. But maybe these aren't the fights you turn down. I understand sometimes if time just isn't right, this is what it is. Maybe a, more, a better explanation than just saying no. Now, we talked about Dylan White we thought was supposed to get, go against Luis Ortiz. Now, we were incorrect with that information. He's actually facing Joseph Parker next. What do you think about this matchup? I'm a fan of anything in the heavyweight where as long as Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder isn't fighting right away. But like the whole heavyweight division, I do want to see it. I do want to see it come to fruition just because mm-hmm. Joseph Parker, his last fight with Anthony Joshua – he did better than expected, what a lot of people expected mm-hmm. him to do. And then I like how he got right back on the horse and he's fighting a, a contender, okay. a, he, a heavyweight contender like do, Dylan White. Now, do a favor. Look up uh, the Gassiv versus, yeah, versus uh, Usyk. Find out the date of that fight. Now, coming up here um, on July 28th, Luis Ortiz is going to make his comeback. Uh, fights his fight in Wilder on the Garcia versus Easter Jr. card. Now, for the World Box Super Series, we got, a, we got a great... 
next weekend coming up because this next weekend 28th the 20 21st the 21st so that's this weekend coming no, up. no okay next weekend the next Today's weekend a, okay today, we are recording on the 11th okay so that 14th is the next one so that's gonna be on the 21st that's, that's, gonna that's be on the weekend. 21st. Wait, okay we can hold off any talks about that then we'll wait for that weekend that's perfect the, like do you know what's going on on the 21st mm-hmm. do you, like honestly do you i know that fight what else what else well you know what? let's talk about that when we get to the 21st let's see oh you want to wait we want to wait we're gonna wait because we got we got it this weekend to talk about all right, well, fine then. Fine I mean, how are we doing on time? We good? We're good. Okay, because this weekend good. we got coming up here, we got Regis Progress versus Juan Jose Velasco. So Regis Progress, there's no progress. There's no kind way to say this, but when I think of Creole from New New Orleans, this is the brother that pops up. When you think of who? A Creole brother from New Orleans. This is this fool. It's him. Like he is the stereotypical face and everything of it. I, I, I don't know if there's a better way to put it. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. His face looks like. Right. I just started, I just started watching this show, uh, Spike Lee joint. Uh, she's got to have it. I just started okay. watching the show. There's this guy on there. Not a porno? Not, no. Not a. Okay. Basically, kind of. Kind like of. Soft porn. Okay. But he looks kind of like that guy, real pretty boy, real. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to give him any compliments like that, but <laughs> Regis Progress. Who's this guy? He fighting Juan Juan Jose Velasco, twenty and zero with twelve knockouts. Okay. Yep. Orthodox fighters in the one forty division. So, we've seen Regis Progress. We got. We have. I want to see more of Regis Progress. I want to see they more. Have, they have him ranked number one overall. They have him ranked number one overall in the one forty division. He beat Julius Ndongo <coughs> in a round before Terence Crawford did. Not say not saying anything, but that was his claim. He right after it happened, he's like, "I did it before Terrence. I did it better than Terrence Crawford." He fought Joel Diaz Jr. right before that. Uh, Aaron Herrera. <coughs> That's a good one. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what he's he's twenty one to know with eighteen knockouts. I need to see more of this kid against better opposition. Yeah, for don't sure. Don't know if this is is this is a guy who's going to be able to do it, but one forty the one forty pound is is wide open to everybody since you know my man Terrence Crawford moved up. So it's interesting to see everybody kind of like you know diving in into the center ring. Everybody's going for that center piece, that center piece of gold right there for the winner, the last man standing. They're all going after it. So it's good to see, and I like it because it's good for boxing. Just good. So we'll see what's up. Now, the next one here, I, I I actually don't have a clip of, and I wish I did, but I didn't think about it till now. You know, Pac-Man's fighting this weekend. He also fought in the airport recently. Did you, you showed me that, right? No, no. Not, okay. Pacquiao is fighting this weekend. Okay, but okay. Adam Pac-Man Jones oh. actually got into a fight, an altercation, which we put up we put up on our Facebook page. So Facebook.com forward slash square circle 101. We have that out there. And I don't know where it stemmed from, but it looks like when Adam Pac-Man Jones, girl, or whoever, some female, was able to kind of separate it. Yeah. The employee with the jacket, not a security guard, the employee with the jacket, looks like he tried to rush Adam Jones. Stop trying these people. Stop trying these athletes. Like, it's funny. When you get on the Twitter, you get on Facebook, or you just have access. Like, we've... This... Ten years ago, we didn't have this kind nope. of access to celebrities. Nope. And then I don't know whether it's the generation that we're in now, where everybody feels like obligated, or everybody feels everybody as, everybody as feels like they have a voice. Yeah. But there is a separation. 
Yeah. There is a separation that needs to be and needs to take place. Mm-hmm. Where do you come off like now? If you're looking for a payday, that's all right. That's what been, do you, see, been what do you think that dude's age was who tried to fight Pac Man right now? Had, I'm to a, be in a, had to be in his like 20, 21, 20, right? Mid early 20s. Right, 21, 22, maybe. Because how else would you challenge a 28, 30 year old man who's been uh, in the league? Plus, uh, who's been in the, uh, in the NFL, the league, for how many years? You have to be looking for a this payday. This man can't even go back to, to Vegas anymore for like popping be, it off in the strip clubs. You have to be looking for a payday. Right? You have to be looking for a payday. Nah, bro, that was all on tape. You starting mess, right? And I don't like, and I don't like that. I don't like the fact that people are allowed to or can't go out that and you're automatically. Yeah. The kid rushed. The dude rushed Adam Pacman Jones. You get, but what we're you get. Tra- but we're talking about Adam Jones gets into a yeah, fist yeah. fight, not guy gets into a fist fight yeah, with yeah, yeah, you know yeah. celebrities. So I just mean, I just hate that. I just hate that airport aspect. employee. Everybody needs to stay in their own lane, and it's ter- it's terrible because I feel bad for him. I don't He's like Pacman had- Jones. I'm not going to tell him when I see him. No, it's not that. I, it's not that I don't I'll like tell him. Boner. I, hey, I hate hey, him, but hey, just like just like my man Charlie Murphy said about. Uh, Rick James, he was like, I, I like him because he's mad, right up, <laughs> right up my alley. Like he, Adam Pacman Jones, probably yeah. was one one of those dudes. That I'm like, I probably couldn't hang boy. out too much, but I could still hang with him. That's your but boy. Don't try, don't, don't. One, Pac- don't try him. But Pacman Jones, his, hood pass. his background, Just, man, he made. I think he gave me mine. <laughs> no, yeah. he doesn't mean it's a good thing, lead, but whatever. I hate I, I want to see how this turns out just for the simple fact that since he has a checkered past when it comes to running in with the law and all these kind of things, it's gonna that's gonna play its part. It's probably a probation violation somewhere in here. That's terrible. That's terrible already. Right? It's terrible because I, I didn't say that as a joke. That's what's terrible. But let's talk about real Pac Man who's fighting this weekend. May Pacquiao. Now, this is conspiracy behind this. Now you we talked about the turmoil and the issues they have with money. People getting paid to help promote the fight. Now, the, the conspiracy for Manny Pacquiao is that it's that he thinks top rank tried to sabotage the promotions of this fight to where it wouldn't go through so they could get Matisse off of the bill to fight maybe Terrence Crawford. That's, that's the conspiracy from Pacquiao's camp. Now, this fight is fighting this weekend coming up on Saturday. The first promotion that went out for this fight is maybe less than two weeks ago. Ten days ago, the first promotion, everybody got paid that had to get paid for the promotions to come. Until, until ten days ago, we didn't even know that this was on ESPN+. Plus. Now, we all knew Pacquiao was even fighting. Even before that, because I just found out it was on ESPN less than a week Now, ago. we all knew Pacquiao was fighting because this is what we do, right? Yeah. This is what we do. This Correct. is what we talk about. Now, not everybody else knew Pacquiao was fighting. Like, other Filipinos didn't even know Pacquiao was fighting. So, that's not a good sign, man. It may, it may, and to me, it, it almost validates a lot of what Pacquiao was saying because top rank, even though they're not the lead promoter like they normally are with Manny Pacquiao, but they were there to handle the American side of the promotions. That's what their job was. So, with how it played out, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I think it makes sense to me. This conspiracy theory, I don't really, I don't know if it has legs to it. The only thing I can think about it is if Pac, if this was a conspiracy theory to get Lucas Matisse to fight Terrence Crawford, Crawford, which would be a which fun that, fight. Pacquiao was saving you, bro. Yeah. Get two paydays. Yeah. Get get two paydays. Get this fight and try to get it out the way and then okay. try to fight Terrence Crawford after that fact. But still, I don't know which Pacquiao or which Lucas Matisse is going to show up. Now. Go ahead. No, that that's where it is. Like, I'm I'm going into this fight. We're going into this fight. I don't have any... 
I'm going for Lucas Matisse just because I see him having a further, I'm not going to say a further career, like whether it's two, three more fights. Mm-hmm. I just see him doing more damage. Not, I'm not even going to say damage. Just continuing further than Pacquiao is right now. Because you said that, I'm picking Matisse to win. <laughs> it's so it's so hard. It's right. One, one of my one of my favorite episodes in the Boondocks was the one with Charlie Murphy. <laughs> with the one with Charlie Murphy and uh, he played. They play like Remy and I forgot what the other guy. Yeah, yeah. And Samuel Jackson. Yeah. And they're talking about look. There are known knowns and there are known unknowns, but yeah. there's also known unknown or there's also unknown knowns and unknown unknowns. Yeah. So saying all that to say this. I don't know which Pacquiao this is. Yeah. This is either it's, it's not it's, it's either washed up Pacquiao who lost to Jeff Horn badly and some, wasn't someone age in the ring or is Pacquiao versus Tim D Bradley who Ooh. still had the speed, still had the angles. Good job. Because Pacquiao's footwork still is going to be better than Lucas Matisse, but yes. I'm not sure how this is going to turn out. This is a pickup. Are, are we both this, are we both picking Matisse? I think so. I think I, I think Matisse. I wouldn't be surprised if he knocks him out, but I think. He's what does your pop say? Uh, I haven't asked him yet. I, um, if he what bets is, on many, pa- if he bets OG? on Matisse, then I know he's gonna win. That's he's, for sure. Your, your pops is the opposite of Eddie Mush from Bronx Tale. <laughs> right. It's like whatever he says. He, it's he, the he bet the horse. He bet the horse. Yeah. So. Nah. I think I think Matisse should get the decision. And let, the only the only thing against him is fighting is in uh, Malaysia. That's really it because they're going to be pro Pacquiao, obviously. Um, but I don't know. I think I think Matisse has everything in there. But I also think that this could be a fight of the year. This could be a fight of the year just based off a of style alone. And it's one of those things where where they're at in their careers is what makes it such a great fight. Because if they fought at these other times when one might have been better than the other, it wouldn't it wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work as in terms of an action pack entertainment. That's and then Pacquiao doesn't have his trainer as well. Exactly. So he's he probably gonna get in there making bad he, decisions. He he's not in there with Freddie Roach. That's like this is like me this is like me being your trainer as your homeboy. Is is exactly what it is. Like, hey, hey, this is what you do. I'll and listen to you, but him. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to you. It's like F yeah, F yeah. him man. Just go in there and do this, whip it out on him. That's what it is. Yeah. Now I've been in this game for years. Right. So you picking Matisse? I, I have to. You have to. So ooh, so we both are picking Matisse. Make sure you download that Square Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes. You know where to find us. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody about us. Man, what's that quote? How are we winning? Don't let others' reality surpass your imagination. Don't get stuck watching homemade porn. Make your own. That's basically the quote. Live your life, right? It's something like that. I saw I saw a pickup line a while ago. It said, hey, you want to come over and watch porn on my flat screen mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like that. I like that. I'm going to steal that one. I'm going to steal this. Go ahead. Sure. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash SquareCircle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at TalkingSmack101 and download that SquareCircle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Man, I'm out. See you.